It's time for WAKR's This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. This Week in Tech is brought to you by Cartridge World in North Canton, your home for copiers, printers, and supplies. This week we're focused on our constitutional rights related to how police can access surveillance videos recorded by Amazon Ring doorbell cameras. It's been a hot topic for civil rights groups nationwide for quite some time as they objected to police having the ability to directly reach out to citizens and ask them to share their videos. Now this for many users particularly here in Akron, was actually a pretty big selling point, which is why citizens lobbied for a long time to get the city to provide free doorbell cameras for residents. They've been concerned about crime in their neighborhoods and have actually been wanting more police presence, not less. So using some federal funding, that is in fact what the city of Akron did last July, providing 460 free cameras to residents in certain high-crime neighborhoods with the understanding that if police asked for access to the videos, they had a reasonable expectation would help them solve a crime. The people who got the free cameras had to give them permission to use the videos. Well, now all that's changed. Now, no matter what citizens, wherever they might live, whether it's Akron or not, No matter what they might or might not agree to voluntarily, police won't be able to contact them directly through the Amazon Neighbors app. Now they have to go through Amazon and most often with a warrant in hand approved by a judge. When I asked Akron police about it, I got a written response from Captain Michael Miller, who said they respect the privacy rights of all citizens and understand where there may be a concern. He says their aim was never to create a perception that they're infringing on the rights of the citizens, but rather to enhance public safety. But he does say the community remains an essential partner in their ability to achieve those objectives. Now, for more on the legal issues that are in play here, I talked to attorney and former University of Akron law professor, Dean Caro. It takes much more time. You have to fill out an application. You have to fill out an affidavit. You got to take it to a judge. You got to testify before the judge. What's my probable cause to believe there's a crime that's been committed? And that's it. Now, there are exceptions. Amazon has an exception for life and death situations, physical injury, kidnapping, or, for example, attempted murder. So any well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> any of those circumstances will yield uh, the police the video. So. Here's what I'm wondering, and, you know, maybe your understanding of this is better. Let's say something happens and the police don't have a warrant, but they do know where it happened and they go there and they notice that the person has a ring camera. Does that mean they can't just ask the person directly, hey, do we have your permission? I think with this new policy, the the homeowner may be barred from doing that. That's the impression I have. Okay. But but generally speaking, what what this... The Fourth Amendment protects persons, houses, papers, and effects. Okay, so it's not it's not a person, a house. It's not really a paper. It's an effect. So the recording you have is is your private property. Okay, so what what's happened is Amazon was getting beat up by civil rights groups, so they were using this RFA to send it directly to the police. So they're trying to insulate themselves. I okay? see. So the, what's happened is the police agencies would go right to the RFA and get the video. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen now is they got to get that warrant. Now you can do a warrant by telephone. It's not that hard, but 
you know, if if you're looking for a suspect and you have to, you know, take an hour to do something, suspect may be gone. Well, right. And and I guess I'm still trying to thread that needle there between the difference between the police making an electronic request via the app directly to the consumer as opposed to the police actually come to your door and ask you personally, can we have it? But I guess the only way you could get it to them would be by getting access to the app. So I guess that's the issue, right? I, that's the issue. As I understand, I'm not a yeah. tech savvy guy. Okay. But the RFA request for assistance app is is disabled, mm. <laughs> so it's gone. So okay. What they have to, what the police have to do, is go directly to Amazon. Mm. Now I don't know how it works if they could go to the consumer and ask for consent. My impression is they can't get it directly from the consumer. If you can go directly to the consumer. It's like it's like the police knocking on your door to your home, right? You could say, "I, I have a I have a, a a doormat that says come back with a warrant." Okay? That's, <laughs> That's great. So you could you could say, "Fine, come on in, download whenever you want." That's a consent. Now, what's happened is the U.S. Supreme Court several years ago looked at the Fourth Amendment regarding cell phones, and what they held was your cell phone was an effect. Okay, it's not a person. It's not a paper. It's an effect. So now when the police arrest you and they seize your cell phone, they got to get a warrant to open it up. Okay. To, look inside, to get your password and look inside. I'm going to liken the, the camera to a cell phone. And so the courts are going to say it's it's an effect. And if police want to search it, they need a warrant. I guess, I suppose the the nuance here is that the video is held in the Amazon cloud. It's not That's actually on your device. That's so so they have possession of it. I, and, I guess. You know, and so it would be different if I just had, like you can buy systems and then you own the hard drive. Correct. You know, so that if police came and said, can we look at what's on your hard drive, then there would be no middleman in between. It would just There'd be, be no you. court in between. It wouldn't you wouldn't require a warrant. It's called consent. Right, as right. long as the police don't come and point a gun at your face. And you know they're nice, most people are going to do it. It's interesting to me because obviously civil rights activists want to make sure that people's rights are protected. But on the other right. hand, you know, everything, virtually everything is on video right now, no matter what street you're on usually. But the other thing you about know, that is it's a public view. Is my camera's facing out, facing out, anything that happens in public is not protected. Like if my camera captured my neighbor doing <laughs> something bad on my property, then that would be my right to be able to share that with the police if it was if Amazon wasn't involved. Let's say Amazon's Correct. not involved and I just have a, ca- a surveillance camera. Correct. But if they were just out on the street I mean, that's public, so I don't really get why that requires any kind of consent. Well, the issue is this. If it's my private property, which is an effect, and the government wants it, mm-hmm. the government comes to me and says it wants it, then I have to either voluntarily give it to them or they need a warrant. Just like, for example, if the police are walking by your house and they hear a scream for help, okay, that's an exigency or an emergency, they can come in. They don't even need your consent. On the other hand... If they think there's something going on in your house, you're selling drugs, they need either a warrant or your voluntary consent to get in. Hmm. So let's let's take the video recording as an effect, like a phone, 
they want to come in without your consent, warrant. Yeah, I guess the wrinkle was is that people were voluntarily sharing it and a lot Correct. of people were happy with it. But I'm assuming, well, and I, and I read that Amazon just got into a lot of hot water Correct. with some groups saying that they thought that was overly broad and, and it gave police too much leeway, et cetera. And they felt that police ought to toe the line more in there. Correct. And I think that the little wrinkle there is through this RFA, they were going right to Amazon they were bypassing the consumer. And Amazon felt uncomfortable. I understand. Because the media companies are under a lot of attack. You know, if you look at, you know, Google and all those, X and things, they're sharing information that mm -hmm. they shouldn't be sharing. Right. So you never know what's on that video. Could be, you know, you're beating up your wife. You know, you're in you're in your car and you're you're beating up your wife in the in the garage. Well, it seems to me that the the public has an interest, at least the public in terms of the police do have an interest in that in that kind of video because Correct. they want to protect people. On the other hand, if it is inside of your garage, then yeah, I get I guess they, I get that they need a warrant. I mean, I'm understanding where you're going with this, but you know, the way I was looking at it is that one of the major selling points of the ring camera is that you could provide the information to the police voluntarily right. if you wanted to. I have one of those cameras, and I've had the option to check that box. Apparently now I don't have that option anymore. But I had the option to do that, and when I bought it initially, I was like gung-ho. I was like, I'm going to do it. And, and then I started thinking about it. I'm like, I don't know. I think I need to think about it more. You know, because even I was concerned about the the Fourth Amendment issues, the search and seizure, the privacy. And it seems like privacy is under siege pretty much everywhere. Yes. But I did like knowing that if I wanted that option, I could go in and I could check the box and I could do it. I just didn't do it, you know, no willy more. nilly. That's it. You know, no more. there's a there's a very famous case, a U.S. Supreme Court case where a, a guy is in a phone booth. You remember a phone booth? You and I right, remember. Right. Sure. Okay. They're glass and you can see. Mm -hmm. And what the court says is once that guy closes the door, that manifests the subjective expectation of privacy. Huh. He's protected. What the police did was they put a microphone on the outside uh -huh. and they were recording his conversation. Oh. So the court said you, you, you can't do that. Now, in this situation with the video camera, you know, it, it's pointing out it's in public. Mm -hmm. Those That's not protected activity. But the ownership of the video is protected. Okay, I get it. Like if there was a car accident right in front of my house right. and somebody got hurt and then the person that was responsible for it took off. Let's say they're driving a blue sedan and my camera caught their car and, you know, maybe their face or the license plate on the back. I, as a citizen, would have an interest in providing that to the police because I would want to be helpful. I don't want there to be accidents in front of my house or but carjackings or some of the other crazy stuff that's right. been going that's on. Changed. That's changed with this policy change. Right. You got to go right to Amazon. So they okay. disabled the app. Now, you, my guess is you don't have access to the video. Amazon probably has a control over that. Right. The point is before the police could, through the app, contact me directly. Correct. And I could, through the app, share it with them directly. Correct. You know, now police can look and see if people in the area have cameras and then write down the addresses and then go to Amazon and say, we have an interest in seeing this. They just can't come directly to me. That's the deal, right? Well, it's more complicated than that. Amazon will only release it if it's a life and death situation. They'll voluntarily release it. Like the, the examples I gave you, okay? So physical injury, kidnapping, attempted murder. 
But other than that, you got to go to a judge. So the bottom line is the police, they see that there's been an accident in front of my house and they know that I have a camera. So and they need to request it from Amazon. What you're saying is they don't need to get a warrant if there's these terrible, dire circumstances. Correct. But they do if there's not. And, and like you said, I mean, what it does is it adds just more paperwork for police and more paperwork for the courts. And we know both of them are overworked. And it does, I guess, give us some more of a modicum of civil rights protection. Because again, as a citizen, I'm looking at it like it's a benefit to me and my personal safety and my neighborhood safety if they can just get it. And and the distinction I would draw is that the video, let's say nine times out of 10, is of a public setting. Right. No expectation of privacy. If I had one in my backyard and it wasn't going. You got two. You got two issues there. One is inside the home is directly covered by the Fourth Amendment. It's a house. The other part is it's called curtilage, C U R T I L A G E. Curtilage. Curtilage is the property surrounding your home in which you have an expectation of privacy. So your front yard, your backyard. So that's a little bit different. But if it's just focusing on the street, public, most cameras that I've seen focus on the porch, which is the curtilage. So you have a protected interest in that as a homeowner. Well, the way I have mine set up so that it doesn't constantly record every single car that comes down the street, you can have settings that say how far it should focus, you know. So I usually have it focus from my door out to the end of my driveway. That's all curtilage. You know, yeah. And it can catch things on the street. It's just that at that point, it's not so sensitive to where, you know, it would really get a lot of detail. But if there was something that happened out in the street, it could catch it, you know. But think about think about the um, the rash of porch uh, pirates. Amazon delivers, right? They put it on your porch and a guy comes up, looks in your camera and steals it. You know, you want to have that, right? I do. That's yeah, why I have the camera. Yeah, hell yeah. You know? I walk in my neighborhood twice a day, and when I see a package on a porch, I text my neighbors, P-O-Y-P, package on your porch. Uh huh. You know, I guess I have some mixed feelings about this. I do want my civil rights to be protected, but certainly in Akron, there's there's been a lot of really dicey things happening in neighborhoods. Lots of carjackings, lots of muggings. People, for whatever reason, I don't know why people continue to do this, but they make deals online with people they don't know to sell pricey things, particularly iPhones. That's a hot item. And they get there. And the people come out with a gun and then they stick them up and sometimes they hurt them and they take their stuff. And there's been plenty of times where people have just been coming out of their house and getting in the car and then they get held up and their car gets stolen. So there's definitely a public Mm. interest in wanting to have this stuff documented so that police can find the 'er ne'er-do-wells that did it. I mean, I, I care about people's civil rights and everything, but I I care more about my safety and the safety of my neighbors. But you what know, you're I mean, about, maybe that's bad. I don't know. What you're, no, it's a good thing. What you're talking about is what the Supreme Court does. It, it looks at your individual expectation of privacy and subjective. Objective and subjective means what is society prepared to respect and what you respect. So, for example, your pocketbook, right? You carry yeah. a pocketbook. You have a subjective expectation of privacy in that police just can't come by and take stuff out. And society is prepared to respect that, subjective, objective. And you balance that against a legitimate governmental interest. So, for example, 
the police can run into your house uh, in pursuit of a felon, or if there's a cry for help, or if they see the destruction of evidence, they can come into your house without your consent, without a warrant. That's the balance. Legitimate governmental interest. To your point, the legitimate governmental interest is catching the bad guy. You have nobody there. You don't want us monitoring you every day. So we're going to go to the citizenry, get help. Again, it gets back to the thing about why a lot of the citizens in Akron, particularly in some of the more higher crime areas, actually were demanding from the city, we want more cameras. And they had heard that in some other communities around the country, they were very successful at having the public entity, in this case, the city, actually giving those cameras away to people, you know, low income people in high crime neighborhoods. And that that was really helpful because people in those neighborhoods, it's like they are more likely to be the victims of crime than anywhere else. So they had an interest in that. And and the city of Akron did give the, a lot of people, like over 150 of them they gave away recently. But to a certain degree, it kind of limits and semi-defeats the whole purpose, the whole public purpose in giving away those cameras to yes. the people in the neighborhood. Because now... It might take a little less time because they'll know that there are some cameras there, but it's still going to be pretty labor intensive for the police. Yes. And again, I mean, I'm not trying to be an apologist for the police. I mean, I want them to mind their P's and Q's, but also as John Q. Citizen, I want them to catch the bad guys. You know, it's a balance. It's always a balance. I I, I think it's pretty clear the reason for the change was they they were getting a lot of public pressure from, you know, ACLU, places like that. Do not give out this information, even though there's the public thing we talked about. And so rather than anticipate that's going to happen, make them get a warrant. Simple solution. That was attorney and former University of Akron law professor Dean Caro. And I'm Jean Destro. Stay happy and healthy, and we'll see you again next week. This has been This Week in Tech with Gene Destro on WAKR, brought to you by Cartridge World in North Canton.